conflict with no end in sight. Across the galaxy, the quagmire of war continues. While clone troopers suffer casualties at alarming rates, the Galactic Senate convenes an emergency session to debate the true cost of the war. Once again, Bucketheads, Mavar Tigar. Welcome to the 111th Senatorial Separatist Sympathizing episode of MandoVision. Nargai Tom, and thank you so much for checking out this small, independent Star Wars podcast. Remember, of course, the best way to reach out to us is over social media. We are at Mando underscore Vision on Twitter and Instagram. You can email the show, MandoVisionTom at gmail.com. Make sure you're liking, subscribing, sharing this show with all the other Mandalorians in your covert. Remember, if you're so inclined and you want to support the show, the easiest, bestest way to do so, other than sharing it, is to give us those sweet, sweet, sweet five-star reviews. They help uh, small independent shows like us stand out, not get lost in the shuffle, and that is so very, very important, especially at this uh, holiday time of year when uh, most people are just really, really busy. So (laughs) we thank you in advance for taking the time to do that whenever you have the chance. Welcome aboard. We are here to discuss another episode of Star Wars of the Clone Wars. We're on Season 3, Episode 10, Heroes on Both Sides, and this one, original air date, November 19th, 2010. And uh, judging, well, hopefully you can you can tell. We, we're still sort of in a makeshift uh, situation with the, uh, with the Mandavision Recording Studio, uh, but we look, hope to have a little bit more clarity, more a little bit more... Uh, I don't know, stability in the next week moving moving forward. Hopefully as a time at, uh, yeah, you'll be listening to this on Friday. So hopefully by, by Monday we will have some stability, a little bit more, um, I don't know, a, a, a more finite location, more locked in. And uh, it'll be nice, it'll be nice to, to get back to a, uh, a, a, an official recording space as opposed to uh, uh, wherever I can find room and an outlet. <laughs> so... So there you have it. That's just a little update of what's going on here. As we still parse and piece together the new location. Anyways, we don't have time for that. We have to get into the episode. So you know what that means. It's that time. Let's go ahead and do it. Strap on your buckets. Let's go. Uh, I suggest you teach my young Padawan a thing or two about politics. After today's debate, I was hoping she learned a great deal. Truthfully? I don't understand any of it. I know the Separatists are evil, 
But all anyone argued about was banking deregulation, interest rates, and, well, almost nothing about why we're fighting in the first place. War's complicated, Ahsoka, but let me simplify it. The Separatists believe the Republic is corrupt, but they're wrong, and we have to restore order. Maybe talking to the Jedi Council isn't the role for you after all. Thanks for your help. Come on, Ahsoka. All right, yes, Season 3, Episode 10, Heroes on Both Sides. Once again, that original air date is November 19th, 2010. And this is the beginning of a, a, a bit of a two-part political episode of the show. And I wanted to include that clip of Ahsoka kind of talking about what she uh, took away from her time observing the Senate. Uh, because, when, <laughs> for again, I'm going to date myself a little bit here, but... but when uh, after the Phantom Menace came out, the a lot of the uh, negative comments uh, about that film centered around that oh they talked all it was about was politics and taxation of trade routes and blah blah blah, and so Ahsoka saying that line felt like um, felt like, kind of like, like like a little bit of a return fire from from Lucasfilm at those fans, um, letting them know that there's hey there's more to Star Wars than just blowing up Death Stars. And then uh, I think we all need to keep that in mind uh, because this is an interesting two-part uh, little arc that they that they've constructed here. I don't think it's uh, perfect or flawless by any by any means, uh, but it's interesting uh, in in that it's trying to show the complications uh, of, of of war and uh, how their people on on are, are are stoking the fires of this war. It's not just you know Palpatine using it as as a way to uh, uh, bring the Sith back and to take power. It's not as simple as that. I mean, there there are many other factions involved who want to prolong this war, want to keep this war going, uh, for for the simple matter of, of profit, and you know, doesn't matter whether it's it's the clones or innocent civilians and bystanders getting getting caught up in it. If these factions remain profitable, then the war must go on uh, to maximize profits. And this episode very much is centered around the notion of deregulating banks. And uh, that is something that we have seen in real life. We have lived through that in our lifetimes, and uh, it's it's, uh, it's it's very interesting. I'm not smart enough to kind of comment on on that situation. Uh, I will. I'm more than happy to say that I do not trust large financial institutions. Uh, that does not mean that I, I keep money uh, stuffed underneath a mattress in my in my in my room. Uh, but but I, I like smaller banking institutions. I like independent banking institutions, and uh, uh, credit unions seem to be doing okay. But uh, yeah, I don't I don't I don't have a lot of love for for big large financial institutions that uh, want to uh, give you uh, terrible credit rates and, and charge you twenty five percent interest and all these horrible horrible things that uh, serve that are not there to help you. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Let's get into our plot for this episode because there is there is one. It's Padme visits her old mentor, Mina Bonteri, who has chosen the side of the Separatists but is urging for peace talks. But the banking clan and several corrupt senators conspire against this initiative. That's a very that's a, that's one element of the of the plot. I would I would also argue uh, that this episode is about it's it's about developing Ahsoka's perception of what the war really is. I mean, we we heard the line there. You know, as as a as a youngling, growing up during the Clone Wars, I mean, her perception is that we are fighting to defend the Republic because the Separatists are evil. It, it's a very black and white stance, and it's one that's very easy to sort of understand, in in, in unless you sort of 
pull the layers back on all the manipulations that have taken place. The separatists, you know, we've, we've talked about it before. The separatists, many of the worlds who have separated from the Galactic Republic believe they're doing it for the betterment of their worlds. It's not about, and it's not about the war. It's not about causing a war. It's not about death. And that's what this episode tries to illustrate as we try to uh, give Ahsoka a more well-rounded understanding of the causes of the Clone Wars and why it's it's dragging on and why it's it's perpetuating uh, even further. Now, again, a lot of what Ahsoka gets to see is is that that uh, it, again, mostly the, for her perspective, from her point of view, from her perspective, is that the Separatists are not innately evil. Uh, but what she's not seeing, at least in this episode, and and that this will be something that kind of continues to to develop as the show goes on and Ahsoka begins to understand more and more about is is all the factors involved, all the all the all the all the hands that are in the pie basically, you know, that that people want this war to happen for the reasons that we talked about, mostly for profit, but for for, you know, personal gain of some sort or, you know, for a political manipulation. And and Ahsoka, this is again again, a good episode to uh, focus on her growing and changing. And to mark that, this is also the debut of a more um, a, a mature Ahsoka Tano. We see her in her new gear. Her mantras are longer. You know, we see her growing into the, the, the character that we got to see in The Mandalorian, the character that we will see uh, come up in Rebels. You know, we're, we're seeing that progression, that growth of her, not just emotionally, not just, uh, you, know, you know, mentally, but now we're seeing it physically manifest into the show which is very very cool and i did like that part of it very much uh this week's director is kyle dunleavy i think he does i think he does the second part of this one as well and uh this episode is written by daniel arkin and our main cast is again this is a politically based episode so uh our main voice actor is Catherine Tabor, returning as padme amidala and voatel ashley Eckstein as ahsoka tano Kath Sosi as Mina Bonateri, Mon Mothma, and Maid Number One. Phil Lamar is Goom San, Bell Organa, and Ornfrita. He's just running the Senate, basically. Uh, Corey Burton is Nick's card. Count Dooku and the Engineer. Gideon Emery is Lot Dodd. Kurt Kushi and Kurt Kushi, excuse me. Uh, Stephen Stanton is Masa Meda and one of the various senators. D. Bradley Baker is the clone. Matnod Rob, Anaconda Far. Jason Spisak is Lux. Matt Lanter is Anakin Skywalker. Ian Abercrombie is Chancellor Palpatine. Jamila McMillan is Halle Bertoni. And maiden number two, Matthew Wood is General Grievous in the Battle Droids. And Tom Kane, again, as our narrator. And I know I mentioned it on, on one of our earlier episodes this season about Lot Dodd and his massive, massive headwear. And uh, he is keeping that headwear uh, large and in charge in this episode as well. Like, just, I mean... I don't know how that's uh, all, all constructed, but that, that is a, a, an impressive feat of engineering that he wears upon his head. And, <laughs> and yeah, so <laughs> just, we'll talk about interesting headwear in the follow-up episode to this one for, for next week uh, because there's something in that one that I'm just like, wait, did they mean to do that? Is that what they're saying here? Um, but we'll talk about that when we get to it. And I'm trying to think, what else do we need to cover? Oh, I guess we need to talk about our Jedi Fortune cookie, right? And our Jedi Fortune cookie for this episode is fear is a great motivator. And again, this is another callback to some real world, world stuff as well. And just as just as like banking deregulation and, and, and those sort of things came up in real life, 
uh, shortly before these episodes aired. Um, I, I, I want to. I don't think it's too far of a stretch to to say that there is like some uh, shadows of of nine eleven in this episode and in that Jedi fortune cookie. As fear is a great motivator, because what what is it that that, that galvanizes the Senate? to reject a, a peace offer from the separatists, a, a terrorist attack, and the, the, the fear that that, it, that it invokes in people. And I'm not going to get into that. That is not my place. Your opinions on, on 9-11 are your own, and they are my own. And uh, this, this is a Star Wars podcast, and we're just going to keep it at that. But I think there's some allusions to that event in, in, the, in these episodes. And, and, you know, again, there's a lot of that in the prequel trilogy. If... Uh, if you are to believe some of the stuff that's out there. That's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. You know what I'm talking about if you know what I'm talking about. All right, so let's go ahead and, and start talking about the episode. Again, we spend a lot of time. At, we open up in the Senate. We're talking about, you know, the, the, the Republic's going bankrupt, basically. And the war's going on and on and on. And clones are dying left and right. And Senate, the Senate wants to pass a bill to deregulate the banks so they can get more loans and take out more money and invest in more clones. And there's a lot of people who want this to happen so that they can continue to profit. Obviously, the banks, the, 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 um, the cloning army, oh my goodness, the cloning army. Oh my goodness. The Geonosians, obviously, have an invested interest in seeing that happen. Uh, so there's a lot of factions here, and, and anybody else who is cutting deals on the side to see these things happen, like whatever senators are going to get a piece of that pie, uh, uh, that financial pie, uh, that, that, that sweet, sweet galactic credits. Um, ooh, so sweet and delicious. So, so we're, we're, we get a lot of that stuff. And if you're not into seeing the corruption of the Republic, if you're not into like, the senatorial debates, yeah, you know, I guess this isn't going to be the episode for you. Uh, but again, I think it's important that we give these moments to sort of illuminate the fact that like, there are people who are trying to make Star Wars less Star Warsy, and it's the Senate of the Galactic Republic. Padme Amidala, Bail Organa, Mon Mothma, these characters who are, are, are very insistent on suing for peace. And uh, one of the, one, I think one of the things this episode miss, missteps on just a little bit here is, is sort of um, highlighting just how much they don't there there just how many factions are aligned against that actually happening you know, just kind of just how corrupt the senate is I, I wish that was sort of hammered home a little bit more it's it's not that they don't do it uh they don't acknowledge it in this episode though it is funny to hear anakin say that oh the separatists believe that the republic is corrupt and it's not and it's like dude what do you what do you what are you watching what are you paying attention to because uh you seem to be missing the program here a little bit on some of this stuff so, yeah, we open with that, but then eventually we get to the point where Ahsoka is going to go with Padme because Padme is going to sort of give her, uh, expand her education a bit on, on, you know, what's really going on with the Clone Wars, what's really going on with the Separatists, this, this notion the Separatists are all evil. And so Padme uh, sort of coerces Ahsoka into using her, her Jedi, uh, Jedi uh, awesomeness to, to smuggle them behind enemy lines into separatist territory to go to Raxus uh, so that they can meet with her friend, Bonteri, Senator Bonteri, uh, who is a member of the separatist Senate. Senate. I think it's the parliament, actually, they call it uh, for the separatists. Uh, but it's against the law to do that. So 
Uh, Ahsoka is being is basically being asked to break the law for Padme to get her behind enemy lines, to to meet, to uh, to conspire with the enemy, if you will. Um, but but again, all these things that are set up and put into place to prevent the two sides from actually talking to each other. The 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 lack of diplomacy is is fairly shocking in this, but it's also very interesting to get a glimpse at. Uh, how the separatists run their government and and then how it is you know the Bonteri talks about it with Padme that there is 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 this perception that Dooku is is this dictator and he's kind of calling all the shots and running everything um, but these world leaders believe that no no we're doing we're, we're a democracy just like the republic was just like we used to be part of uh, but this is a democracy that represents us better than the republic ever did it is beyond the corruption of the republic it is beyond the self-interests and the in the uh corporate influence that has, has sort of taken over in the galactic republic so the separatists believe themselves to be quite noble in in that sense and i, th I think that's very very interesting and again what what really is going on here is is ahsoka is kind of having her eyes open to uh the the broader perspective of the universe right she's she's having to force her perceptions and her misconceptions about what a separatist is and who they are and 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 that on the other side are people who want peace and want the war to end just as badly as she and the jedi do uh and we get a lot of that with their with her, the interaction between uh bon terry's son lux and ahsoka and there's some weird kind of awkward flirtiness between lux and ahsoka but you know, whatever. It's not a big deal, right? It's at least I don't. I don't think it was that big a deal. It didn't bother me all that much. But the as the plans are moving forward, because Bonteri and Padme Adam Amidala agree that it's time to sue for peace. It's time to end the Clone Wars, uh, because again, the Republic is going bankrupt, and they are about to deregulate banks in order to go into more debt to these banks, uh, which is not a good plan so mina bonteri proposes to the the separatist parliament that it's time to begin peace talks that uh maybe they've proven their point with these clone wars and it's it's time to put an end to the fighting so that uh, people can get on with their lives right and yeah that's not really what count dooku wants uh so despite the the illusion that dooku has given to a lot of the worlds of the separatists um he is calling the shots, and he's not going to allow this this war to end because that's not what his master wants. So again, this the, the war is being manipulated on both sides thoroughly. You know, Dooku with the separatists, Palpatine with the Republic, and it's all to achieve their goals. And so it's it's a losing battle, and it's it's um, I don't know. I guess it's not really amazing to see that like that that that, that Ahsoka. And no one else can kind of perceive that this is what's going on, right? They, they, there's no, there's no sort of idea that events are being manipulated that are beyond their control. They just, everyone just sort of is rolling with the punches of the of this war. And it, again, I guess on the surface it seems like it all would make sense that way. But the the sort of mm, what is the word I want to use here? The way everything plays out, the way everything shakes out. Where it's it's punch counter punch, you know. Uh, yes, we'll sue for peace. Oh wait, a terrorist attack is about to break out. You know, 
it's like, man, what's going on here? You wish they would investigate these things more fully. And there are opportunities to discuss that further because there are episodes coming up further along. Uh, I think not in this season, but down the road in, in the run of Clone Wars that we will get to talk about. Just how the Republic, again, manipulated by Palpatine, but the Jedi as well. And again, we know that they have been, the shroud of the dark side has fallen upon them. But how they have just utterly, utterly mismanaged this entire situation uh, by, by not looking too far into the shadows. This is quite troubling. Your own Senate voting to end the war. I assure you, gentlemen, your worries are gravely exaggerated. How can you be sure this groundswell of peace won't continue? Where is the attack we were promised? We need fighting to feed the machine and our profits. After our attack, the chances of peace will disappear. The banking clan, the trade federation, and the techno union will all get their fair share. And then some. So you, there you have it. <laughs> there you don't. There's, that's not how you have it. But that's Dooku talking to all the factions that are that stand to profit from the war. And despite the the illusion that he grants to the Separatist Senate, and I guess I was wrong, it's not a parliament, it is a Senate, uh, they have no intention. Dooku has no intention of allowing the war to end. So the manipulations continue, and he plots, and he plans, and uh, with the help of Grievous, his, his trusty droid general, I guess he's... Have we talked about him? Grievous being more of a cyborg than a droid? Okay, well, whatever. Different conversation for a different day. But yes, Dooku has Grievous on the case. They are uh, they turn like these these uh, maintenance droids, these cleaning droids, basically into, into like the Star Wars version of Transformers. And these droids then uh, infiltrate rather cleverly into the Coruscant power supply system, and uh, it's like it's like a big giant. Uh, a, 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 I don't know. It, it supply, the, the, the plant that supplies the power basically for the entire planet, and they blow it up, and it causes this massive blackout on Coruscant. And this is the attack that, that spurs the fear like, that we talked about in the title. And this is, this is the motivator that is like, we can't trust the Separatists. This was their plan all along to lull us into this, the idea that they wanted, they're ready to come to the table and negotiate peace, and then they attack us when we're, when we're not looking, when we think they want to end this war. And, and that's sort of like the galvanizing uh, cause, cause for the, the deregulation of the banks, basically. This is what, ha- what causes all, all that to happen. And there's, there's more senatorial bills that must be passed in the next episode of the show. And, and we'll talk about those as they come up because uh, uh, Padme is going to have to fight uh, very hard to, pre- to prevent even more terrible things from happening uh, that, would, that would signal the end of of democracy and, and potentially of the end of, end of the Republic to keep the Republic from spiraling further and further down the drain in which it finds itself going around already anyways. And it's, 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 it's an episode that's next week's, I'm sorry, our next show is an episode that foreshadows a lot of, of the, the downfall of, of democracy that we, as we see it in episode three, um, in episode three, uh, Revenge of the Sith. And these two episodes uh, that we're, we're doing now, Excuse me, I know we're only on the first part, but Heroes on Both Sides in the next week's episode as well. Uh, there are episodes that take, that take place prior to uh, a, a set of episodes at the beginning of season, towards the beginning of season two. And again, we're, we're, we're still dealing with like, which is odd, right? 
let's <laughs> let's talk about how odd that is, particularly when it comes to next week's episode, um, uh, because again we're seeing an adult Ahsoka, and I have to go back through my notes to double see if, if Ahsoka's in that episode uh, that I'm referring to in season two to find out if they've sort of blown their cover a little bit uh, with with a with a sort of uh, chronological error, if you will. I'm gonna double check my notes on that, and before uh, once I find them, they're secured somewhere. <laughs> I don't know where they are. <laughs> All my old notes—they are—they made the move. I just don't know where they are, but I will find them uh, for the next episode. I'd promise you that. But yes, th so it, everything ends very, very badly from Padme's perspective. Uh, everything seems to be going the, the way of the of Dooku and his his the banking clan, the techno union. Uh, all, all, all the factions that are that are profiting off this war, and it doesn't look good. And the only silver lining here is that Ahsoka seems to have a, a little bit of a better understanding that not all separatists are inherently evil, and that is an important lesson. But there's a heavy price to be paid for it, obviously with with the with the attack on Coruscant, which has not apparently been attacked in over a thousand years, which is kind of interesting to know. Uh, but what's what? I wanted to talk about that attack was what I thought was interesting. And we, we, we see some of the ramifications of it a little bit more in next week's episode. But I really like the idea of, of, of like this. I don't know if it's planetary or not. It's definitely a huge chunk of, of the, the center of, of the senatorial district. Um, but, but the idea of, of, of Coruscant in a blackout uh, and what that would mean for the, for the populace at large because uh, as we know, the the levels in Coruscant, as you go further and further down, they get sketchier and sketchier. And in a power outage, uh, I think there I think there'd be a lot of room for some really interesting storytelling, some really interesting things to occur in that time frame. But I don't think they they dive too deeply into that. We get a little bit of that in next week's episode as uh, Anaconda Far is attacked, but he's attacked by people paid to attack him. So it's it's not like a random act of violence, which is sort of what I'm I'm curious to see like. How would the populace behave in this sort of situation? Um, and again, I guess I guess that's that's not the story they're trying to tell with this one this week. So we're not going to get too far into that. But uh, it was something that I was interested in for sure. I move to immediately deregulate the banks. We need a bank loan to get more troops now. What are we waiting for? I'm afraid we've been given little choice. To ensure the safety of the Republic, we must deregulate the banks. So there it is. That Dooku's plan works. The bombs go off. The Coruscant in a blackout. The Senate in bathed in, in emergency lighting. And the Senate calls for the deregulation of banks so they can get a loan to make more troops. And all the conspirators are happy now. Uh, except there's one very angry... Jedi Knight, uh, waiting to talk to his Padawan again. So let's go ahead and play the basically the end of the episode. I want to go ahead and play this part because uh, Anakin's reaction to everything is uh, very interesting to me. So let's go ahead and talk about that. I'm returning your Padawan. I'm sorry your talks with Bon Terry failed. How did you know? We have eyes and ears everywhere, Ahsoka. That was dangerous and careless going to Raxus, not to mention illegal. You went too far this time. You would do the same. You do the same all the time. This was too much. Maybe so. 
But I did realize something. The politics of this war are not as black and white as I once thought they were. Boom. There you go. So Ahsoka's been learning. She's growing. She's developing. She's getting a better understanding of all the different things going on in the war. All this goes into the two sides that consist of, of the war, uh, which is which is ultimately the point of the episode. Uh, part of the reason I, I, I'm curious about Anakin's reaction here. Uh, obviously, we know that he is uh, uh, loyal to a fault to the Republic and to Chancellor Palpatine. Uh, and I, I'm curious... Uh, how heavily do you think that weighs on him as he, as he uh, chastises Ahsoka and and sort of by extension uh, Padme for for what they did by by meeting with Lena Bonteri on Raxus and and trying to to go through back channels to to create a a, a peace negotiation. Uh, it's 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 always interesting to sort of have to, have to factor in in so many different uh, elements. Into his, into Anakin's makeup, uh, you know, as as again at this point, Anakin's very much on his own. His thoughts are his own. He isn't quite as he's being subtly manipulated by this point by Palpatine, but only into uh, that sort of a uh, 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 parental relationship that Palpatine is is trying to forge with him. Uh, look to look at him as a, as a parental figure. It's not quite the overt come to the dark side stuff just yet, bah, but. But we got some dark side stuff coming up in the, in the upcoming episodes of the show, so get ready for all that because, oh boy, we got some doozies coming up after this one. Oh man, uh, I, I should say after the after we get to the second part of uh, Padme's uh, attempts at at bar brokering peace and trying to stave off the financial ruin of the Galactic Republic. So that's pretty much the episode for this week. I, I give it a seven. Uh, it's it's an entertaining episode. It's it's not. Uh, it's not. I don't think it's heavy-handed. I don't think it is. Uh, I don't think it is as half-baked as some of the more politi political episodes have been. Uh, and again, it's we we get. I don't know. I guess a, a fairly even uh, breakdown of the complications of of the two sides of war. You know, meeting with Bonteri and what she represents, obviously what Padme represents. And attempting to to broaden Ahsoka's perception, per, to broaden her, her understanding of the war, and it, and it works on those levels. Is it deep? Is it complex? No, but it's Star Wars: The Clone Wars, and and we don't expect it to be super deep and super complex. We're gonna get into some deeper and complexer things. Get it? Complexer things down the road uh, as we as we get to some Jedi mysticism later this season, which is always fun to talk about. So yeah, it's it's again a solid seven, but we got a lot to look forward to in the second half. Uh, as Padme as, as Padme kind of prepares to strike back, uh, to to stave off another another round of, of of awfulness from from the banking clans, from the techno union, from the, the the again the various factions that want that want to prolong this war, and 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 ultimately bring about the downfall of the Republic. At, at, as long as it, as long as they're making a profit, they don't care about that part of it. So that is the show for today. Thank you so much for listening. I hope it wasn't it, it's. <laughs> it was. I don't think I was at my best today, but I, I think I still think we had a pretty good conversation. I think we had a pretty good time, and I, I thank you all for listening to the show. New listeners, old listeners, I truly, truly appreciate you taking the time, downloading, listening, sharing, and supporting the show. Remember, share the show with all the other Mandalorians in your covert. I truly, truly appreciate that. We are on social media. We are at Mando underscore Vision, Twitter and Instagram. You can email the show at MandoVisionTom at gmail.com. 
and I look forward to hearing from all of you, tagging me, uh, linking me to things. It's, it's all good. I love all of it. Thank you so much for doing that in advance. Uh, I hope everyone is having a great uh, holiday season. Uh, I think I think Hanukkah's over, but we're, we're, we're barreling towards, towards Christmas and Kwanzaa and, and all the big ones that close out the year. So I hope everyone's uh, having a great time. I hope if you are in a place with, with uh, uh, weather challenges, I hope things are going well, you're staying warm. And uh, 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 yeah, we have a lot to look forward to. Again, the countdown is on. Book of Boba Fett, as I record this, 20 days away. 20 days. It's going to be here before we all know it. We're so very, very excited for it. All right, my name is Tom. This is the Men Division Podcast. I thank you once again for listening. And remember, this podcast can only end one way. This is the way. This is the way. This is the way. This is the way.